Elementary. I am their Dungeon Master Patrick, and with us today is Matt, who is mocking me from afar. Hello. Oh no, why don't you continue uh, just doing the whole mime thing and, and mocking I don't know what you're talking about. We also have Nate. I hope you know, Patrick, that uh, I, I believe that we're close enough that I could mock you to your face. You probably could. Uh, we also have Otto, who is far away. you mock me again. All right, everybody, uh, let's get a roll this d4, and uh, Matt, you're one, Nate, you're two, Otto, you're three, Tyler, you're four. That's a Nate, that's a two. It's always Nate. That's it a Nate. It's always Nate. <laughs> <laughs> I would say it's more mocking, it's more of just like a embodying of your cadence. I have good news and bad news on several levels. The good news is Nathan does remember what happened last time. The bad news is Lyndon probably does not. Okay, so last time we got super drunk, we talked about building the list day. It's the list day is spelled with an A. Just, you know, FYI. And Atreus and Lyndon work through some therapy, <laughs> chemical therapy, <laughs> substance abuse therapy, in a sense. This guide to adventure does not condone using alcohol to avoid your feelings. No, we wholly support life. going to actual therapy <laughs> instead of finding your therapy at the bottom of a bottle of mixed yak's milk and coffee stout. Oh. Um, you invented this. <laughs> Yes, and I regret every moment of it. Did you invent the yak stout? Oh, the, 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 the yak milk? The latte? Oh, oh no, that was that was in, um, I did invent that, but that was in Greenspire's lore for a long time. Oh, it's kind okay. of loosely based on, like, a mixture between the UK and Nepal. Cool. Anyway, so Toby is the only one of us who remains sane and is building stuff, and the rest of us are passed out. Elias had a uh, existential crisis about dragons existing and his mentor being a complete fraud because Dragonborn can't use key. And we've discovered that Elias is, in fact, the first monk. Oh, well, at least that's maybe not true, but like the, there's there's no dragonborn monks that could exist because they can't use key. Are they, am I the only monk? Wait, did we discover that, Pat? I don't think so. You're, you're not, you may not be the first monk, but you could be the first to publish. That's, that's true. Maybe I'm, maybe my character, I should tell Zach who's doing that art, I should, uh, you know, tell him that I should, uh, alter Elias's character to more, lo look more like Tony Shalhoub instead. <laughs> you're just very <laughs> anal and obsessive compulsive. Yeah. Hold on. Who's Tony Shalhoub? From I the hit show Monk. show Monk. Also from Galaxy Quest, he's oh. the, uh, hey guys. Oh, oh, from Monk. Yeah, 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 I like Monk. All right, guys, we're gonna die. Um, from Kira. <laughs> So let's just like our care, whatever her name is. Let's put, let's go prepare. Oh fuck yeah, I forgot. Oh no. Oh, okay, dear. so everyone but Toby is asked out drunk. Asked out. Asked out. Asked out. Passed out. <laughs> asked out. Ass up. <laughs> How Tony. many tabaxi is uh, Resden? Oh no, Resden's not surrounded by tabaxi at all. <laughs> no. Well, kind of. Mas Unless you count your mom's. Uh My mother is a bird, thank <laughs> you. No, her attendants are all probably tabaxi a bit. Toby, yeah. you were Does she kind have of nuns here. that help her? No. She doesn't make a habit Do of letting other nuns help her. Oh. <laughs> was that intentional? Mm hmm. <laughs> Yes, it was. <laughs> was Toby doing Patrick? Uh, Toby is pretty much left alone to his own devices as everyone else has uh, drunkenly made their way back to their rooms. His own devices. It's an artificer pun. <laughs> Let's see what he makes of it. 
<laughs> I'm going to have to invent something now. Oh, I did leave uh, my homunculus in uh, Elias's room too. Keep okay. him company. Yeah. Just kind of like rubbing his shoulder. <laughs> That's going to be horrifying when he wakes up. <laughs> Just saying, if I woke up with a small version of myself, a small automated version of myself rubbing with my no shoulder face. with no face, I would be very distressed. <laughs> I have but a relaxed. new nightmare now. Thank you. That's wonderful. Mm -hmm. So, Toby, I, I assume you would always make your way back to uh, Elias's brother's shop, as that is the the place you tend to always you know, be, work, do whatever you need. Sure. Yeah, because I don't have a tra I don't have like a uh, lab that I travel with. Be nice, yeah, to not really. like a little RV or something, but I don't. Or like a little pocket dimension. Oh, <sighs> I could get like a eventual like a carriage that's just got all kinds of knickknacks hanging on it. Notes for later. That would be awesome. Uh. So so would his brother still be awake? Yeah, Farron's bet always been a bit of a night owl, I would say. Uh, guys, by the way, you got day drunk. It's about seven o'clock. <laughs> yeah. How it be sometimes. <laughs> Our friends die, Toby. Patrick. What's your point, Patrick? Toby has some time. <laughs> so I, he, he'd probably go back and just kind of like tinker around with his suit a little bit, grease some of the joints, make sure all the uh, compartments are opening and closing fine, polish the gem that's in the chest piece, Get in, check, make sure the padding's in good shape, you know, all that stuff. Probably spend a good hour on that. So probably get up to about 8 p.m. Okay. And then uh, he'd probably just uh, clean up his workstation and kind of wander around the town a little bit and maybe just subconsciously making his way down to the where the ship is, possibly. Oh, okay. Um, subconsciously or just just kind of like mm -hmm. subconsciously with a purpose. <laughs> like he's thinking about it, and he just finds himself in the towards the elevator and ends up taking a, a ride down. Oh, hey, uh, you wanna? It's Patty. Yeah, he's just kind of like, hey, what's going on? Uh, you going down? Hello. Hi. I'm gonna sound like resin there. I should have made their voices a lot more distinct. <laughs> a little late now. Well, hello there. Hi there. Um, you going down? I'm just uh, I'm just about to get myself. Uh, ready to uh, uh, go turn in for the night. Long day of waiting here for people to come up and down and tell them where to go. You know? <laughs> I could probably handle it myself if you think you need to go take a rest. I've handled elevator machines before. Yeah, it's uh, yeah, just a button. <laughs> Amazing! <laughs> He's just standing there looking at him. Boop! Hits the button. Yeah, okay. Uh, why don't you go make your way down and do whatever you're doing? Uh, just be careful out there. Uh, you know, there has been a couple weird things uh, over the past, like, month popping up and out. You know, in and out. So like what? A, a month ago, some weird mud creatures and uh, just other other things here and there. Hmm. Yeah, just be careful. I'll keep an eye out. Um, thank you. Uh, try to. Depth perception. <laughs> yes, I have to. I also have goggles. Ah. Is Toby in his armor? Yes. Okay. okay. Just his cobalt head sticking out. Got it. Yeah, it takes about 10 plus minutes for this, you know, thing to go all the way down. It is a beautiful view. He'll be sketching plans for the elevator as he's riding. What time of the <laughs> year is it, Pat? It's pretty much always all the same here based on the event that had happened. Hmm. There's not really seasons. It's like, okay. It, I was curious as to what time roughly, like sun would set here. Like, would it be sunset around this time around eight? Is it like, you know, Pacific Northwest in the summer or is it like... Yeah, d definitely the sun is setting right now as Toby is making his way down the elevator. Oh, uh, there's only about like a four hour variance throughout the whole entire course of the year. Okay. From when the sun sets. Uh, the sun sets. <laughs> sun sets. From when the sun sets. Okay, cool. Good to know. Yes. So I just make my way <laughs> to the ship and as I'm... I'm just staring at it, you know, like, wow, it's a lot bigger than I thought it'd be. Kind of walking around the side, feeling the sides of it, pull out my sketchbook, 
notebook, start making notes, little mathematical equations, and I pull out this little tape measure, pull it back, <laughs> just doing all kinds, like did a little, pull out like a, you know, a little T-square, you know, just making notes, walking around it, and then uh, look to see if there's a way inside. Oh, the, the stairs are actually dropped down to the ground. Very easily accessible in there. Hmm. Takes a peek around. Hello? Hello? I'll peek up. Uh, you just kind of see a little head of Huck just kind of pop by. Hey, uh, hi, Huck. Hello, how are you? Hey, I'm good. I just wanted to kind of keep an eye on the ship just to make sure we're safe here. Um, can I help you? Uh, I was just curious. I, uh, ran across the, uh, owners of the ship. Uh, what was her name? Um, 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 uh, uh, Atreus. Ran across okay. Atreus up uh, in the bar right. and just was curious if I take a look at the ship. My name's uh, Toby. Toby Spock. She kind of nods. Buck, why don't you make your way up? What are you, what are you trying to look for here? Are you looking for anything in particular? Are you looking? Well, I am an artificer. I make things and I'm very interested in how this works. There's a lot of inner workings and uh, apparently some genocide has gone into uh, I'm sorry. making it work. Yeah. I think we did mention the uh, drunkenly mentioned the skins thing to you, the water. I don't think he quite understood exactly until she said that word. Okay. I used to work for some really bad people and uh, I kind of just decided to jump ship <laughs> and steal a ship with Atreus and her friends. I mean, if now's a bad time, I can wait until they're awake. They uh, no, I'm, had a little uh, I'm just drink if they went to bed early. <laughs> Atreus drinks? Uh, well, she did. <laughs> but interesting. I mean, I won't take me. I just wanted to take a look. I'm not going to mess with anything. I promise. Oh, I understood. Understood. Cobalt's honor. <laughs> it might be the third one I've ever met, but. Okay. Is that a thing? Cobalt's honor? I don't know. Um. Trust me. Oh, last time someone said that, uh, we stole her ship. I don't lie. That's one thing I am proud of. Uh, okay. And you just kind of see her just kind of like going through a little clipboard, just like flipping paper and kind of checking a couple things off as she's in the cockpit. Okay. Yeah, I don't want to drag this out, but basically he's just going <laughs> to like just lead down to the engine, the where they put the materials into the boiling water and stuff and just look around and like just analyze how it works and make notes on how it could possibly retrofit it. Since I think Atreus brought that up about changing the way it works. Um, using the skins of living beings. Uncle pretty much go down there and like, okay, so these tanks here are filled with water. Um, when uh, we are not uh, in a full uh, a full fill in the balloon, the water is uh, drained from these chambers. Uh, when they're filled, that little uh, cotton-looking material, that is a, it's a cocoon from uh, a being not from uh, here, not from Arthuriel, not from Karth, that uh, seems to be affected when it's touched with water and creates an pretty much infinite amount of steam and we kind of utilize that to keep this baby afloat and fly it around rather crude there's oh. so many other ways to create steam this is the lightest way many other ones uh take some sort of fuel chucking it in a fire and yes that's and because uh, no one's invented something better well of course very interesting oh well, yeah you, you you go ahead and uh just take some time you uh, full Howard Hughes. He's already going up, looking <laughs> under stuff, writing down <laughs> notes, pulls out his abacus, and writes down some more. Probably spends a good 20 minutes just 
going over the entire room and making about two pages worth of notes of scribble. Nice. So from there, we are going to scoot all the way up into... Let's go into Elias's room. How is Elias at the moment? Is he just knocked the fuck out? No, because like his system has started kind of like fighting back basically against the poison um, because I mistakenly like read I was like, oh wait, I'm immune to poison. I shouldn't be getting drunk that way. And then it was like, oh wait, no, that's, hey. af- that's after we take a long rest and we level up. So kind of retcon into be like his body was had been like fighting it a little bit. Yep. And so um, since it has been a while since he's had his last drink, He's probably, like, maybe just a little... He's, like, on the non-fun side, you know, at this point. Um, <clears throat> maybe drinking some water and, uh, you know, kind of hanging out with the homunculus and just kind of sitting at the edge of the bed. <laughs> you know, like, I would like to picture Elias, like, you know, sitting kind of on the side of the bed, legs off, just kind of, like, hunching over, drinking, like, a you know, at a clay glass of water or something like that. And then, like, the hum- homunculus also sitting at the edge of the bed, kind of, like, next to him, you know? And they're kind of in the same physical position, kind of both hunching over. And... Elias is kind of venting to him a little bit about, you know, kind of similar, just back and forth as to, like, you know, what am I supposed to be doing? Who, who am I? It's kind of the same, you know, rehashing of a lot of the conversations they'd had that evening. Um, not necessarily being any more productive or, you know, not in, in a way we don't have to roleplay me just being like, come on, I, I just, what am I, am I a dragon? Am I, mo- what am I? Is this this, uh, what am I supposed to do? You know, am I just supposed to just be myself, like Timber just said to Lyndon? Like, ah, uh, you know, because um, he overheard that conversation down there and that really affected him as well um having done having not had that sort of figure in his life uh for quite some time and kind of wanting that and like figuring out what to do but i think so as he just kind of He'll put the like, homunculus on his shoulder uh, and then kind of lie down. So like the homunculus, his arm is kind of draped over the top of his head, basically as he's like lying down. <laughs> um, and he'll just kind of like, you know, put his hands on his chest, you know, the muscles that are just so developed, just rippling, you know, under the midnight breeze. Uh, and, uh, you know, the curtain blows. Anyway. <laughs> K- kegels, doing your kegels. Doing my kegels. Um, <laughs> oh, man. And uh, doing everything, really. Uh, but really, he just kind of like closes his eyes and says, you know, uh, Muhammad, if you're out there, man, it'd be kind of cool to like, I'm not sure if you were just something I dreamed up one day, but I thought dragons weren't real. And apparently that was common knowledge that they were. So maybe it's common knowledge that you're also a god, an actual one or something. So uh, I don't know if you can help or, you know, if you have any guidance on the subject, but yeah, it'd be nice to talk to someone at least. Bye. I don't know how okay yeah night go ahead and just give me a d20 roll with religion added uh 11 on the die and 11 total (laughs) (laughs) yeah you are sitting there just continually trying to speak out into the ether aloud just hoping for something anything to really come to you yeah and it's not really like super desperate it's just more of just like it'd be really nice just to have one thing be super clear, you know? It's not even like, oh, you're real, I'm gonna devote my like self to you and your cause. It's more of just like, okay, that's something, that's like a steady handhold, right? Mm-hmm. That's a fixed point. And it's just, you continually hear the the breeze, the cool breeze here in Greenspire just flow through the room, just kind of hitting a couple of various items in the room, just kind of moving things around. I'm sure a couple times you think, huh? huh? Yeah, nipples are like diamonds right now. <laughs> Katy Perry bras type things. Goosebumps. <laughs> it's a lot more than just All bumps. <laughs> Goose razors. My gosh. Each goosebump has abs. <laughs> oh my god. Yeah, that's Atreus. it. Yes. What 
does Atreus do when she goes back to her room? Uh, pretty much just lays in bed and passes out. She is very much still a lightweight. She doesn't really yes. drink super often. So we'll see how this affects her. Probably not well. <laughs> We're about to find out. <laughs> so Atreus, as you fully clothed, just kind of like body plant yourself face down, just like arms and legs, just like super crossed over the bed, just kind of like dangling. A dreamscape falls upon you. As you see yourself walking across the horizon from your home to Sestoria, or wherever it was you were actually going, when Atreus left her home, did she have a destination? No. Or was she just traveling? Well, it wasn't an intentional exit. It was a, oh shit, time to go. Uh, and she just took off in whatever direction she could pick a path through. In your dreamscape, you just seem to see a horizontal vision of you walking through day and night from home to various woods to a small little desert to more stony paths as rain and storms and the sun is beating down upon you and sunshine and dry heat and everything is just pummeling you and you find yourself come to a set of gates you're far away and your vision just kind of like changes. Now it seems like it's looking behind you towards these gates as you see many people adorned in whites, blues, various nice clean colors. And you look down at yourself and you look back at them and you like realize there's not a speck of dirt or dust or anything on them. They're pristine, clean in quotes. You begin to watch and see a pattern as you want to slowly try to find your way into Sestoria. In your dream state, does Atreus run in? No. Or does she hold back? No. She definitely holds back. Very likely she would have stayed within the tree line until it was night. Uh, she's At this point, she's not used to daytime at all. Uh, up until pretty much this point, she had been largely nocturnal. Uh, and so at this point, she is very likely exhausted and is feeling very exposed to be out during the day with all this hustle and bustle of more people than she's ever seen in her entire life. Mm -hmm. And at that moment, as you are thinking about wanting to enter during the darkness, the darkness just falls upon you. From what was day is now night, and it is just pure darkness with little bits of light all throughout this stonewalled city. Portcullis in front of you with a few guards. The gates open and close as people continue to walk through. Does Atreus make her move? She does, but she's not going to just walk up to the gate. She's going to, like, try to blend in with a group of people or, like, a wagon, maybe. She'll, like, you know, run up behind the wagon and kind of, like, almost crawl underneath it to kind of, like, sneak in. Badass. Uh, just so that she's not noticed because she doesn't know what is really going on. She just knows she that is the next destination she needs to get to is past the gates. And as you easily make your way inside, exactly how you said, underneath a cart, just kind of like made your way and just found a place to hide. And then you just kind of like ducked off and do a couple streets. A couple days pass. Atreus, you have walked around, hidden, crouched, and just stayed alive by picking and scooping up everything you can. Just to, just to stay alive, to feed yourself, to see what's going on. And for the most part, you see people, instead of trading goods for goods or goods for a deed or something of use, you see them using coin, gold, silver, copper, something that has never been used from your home. 
You're here just with the clothes on your back. Unless Atreus actually happened to pick something up on the way through. No. No? <laughs> she was uh, in a panic and just kind of ran, basically. Over the next few days of your memory, you kind of see that there's a structure here. Things continually happen over and over. The same people are coming in and coming out. There's almost shipments and people and, and there's structure, there's schools, there's the same people all the time doing the same things all the time at almost exactly the same time. And we're going to get right back to you. Lyndon. Yes? As you are sitting there in your bedroom at night, just trying to deal with everything that has happened just mere hours ago, what's going through your head? What's Lyndon? What's Lyndon doing? Lyndon has crept back up to his room with his college spell book and is sadly leaving through it. Not so Does much it trying say to Silver cap. Oak Institute on it. Yeah, it says Silver Oak Institute, you know, College <laughs> of Lore. Yeah. And he's looking through it, trying to figure out what to do next. He's at that stage of processing his drinks where he's just sad and tired and just slowly flipping through and might drift up, drift off having accidentally cast Dream. What happens when you just accidentally cast Dream? <laughs> He's drifted off to sleep, so I don't know, is it by, it might be by proximity, it might be by who he was talking to. I have a couple ideas of where it could go. Well, as you cast Dream, where do you find yourself? Considering you have your book for the Silver Oak Institute, I'd like to think that you find yourself there. Yeah, let's go to Sistoria. Lyndon, as you are swimming through your dreams, and perhaps anyone else's that might be in that same area, what do you find yourself doing? on uh, on a random day uh there's probably a tea shop near the institute that he hangs out at for a while there's a library there's several performance halls and places with you know an open mic day around the bard colleges uh so walking through the town studying sometimes enjoying himself sometimes painting things do you ever actually uh take it upon yourself to perform yeah he probably or... has a regular gig at a local tea shop or something all right so why don't you go ahead and roll performance for me as you are reliving a memory of yourself here at this tea shop. 15. What What would Lyndon actually be performing? Are we going for music? Are we going for spoken word? Uh, he's probably playing some instrumental Greenspire music, just fiddling around on his lute. What sort of music is he here? Or is he playing? Um, I'm imagining a fairly simple folk melody that just plucked on the lute. Atreus, yeah. as you were walking through this place, this space that is in your memories, you hear a magical, beautiful, amazing lute melody being played. And as you just walk by this little tea shop, you just kind of gaze inside and you see this, the back of a person just at the, out in the, the little foyer, just playing music. But your ears begin to fill with static and your vision just kind of begins to alter as you're standing there, just looking at someone that almost looks like your, your friend Lyndon and then he just got pulled out of that and you were just thrown into another memory months later of you side by side with others as you were all standing in this stone-lined courtyard. There's nothing but torches lit all around. It's about 50 by 50 area. There is a uh, portcullis directly in front of you adorned with just silvers and blues and it raises up and walking towards you is this this orcish woman she looks at you she looks at everyone she stands tall and as the rest of you fall in line she just kind of looks at you and kind of gives you a little flip of the hand as she kind of uh, is beckoning you to come and fight her as she raises her fists and she goes and tries to launch one right at you. Straight in the face. What is your current AC? Uh, 16. Uh, 16. So that will miss. 
in your image, along with that same music still playing in that background, the, the, the magical loot music playing, you just kind of get this fist come right past your face. What does Atreus do? She does not flinch, and she does, just continues looking forward. And with then, no rebuttal. No rebuttal. Nothing. She pulls back. Well, I knew you were tough, but I didn't think you would actually hold back. And as you see her stand there, you know who she is. But you can't put a name to her face. In fact, you look to the rest of everyone and you can't see their faces. It's just a dreamscape. And you hear that same static again. And this orcish looking woman with almost no facial details just kind of pokes at you. And you hear from elsewhere in your mind. Is this the one who is causing you stress? Is this the one who stole your ship? A pesky child. Lyndon. Yes. You hear, as you are playing your instrument, you hear a very similar sound as something causes you to stop playing, but it's coming through your lute, almost as if it was notes making these same words. Uh, Atreus, go ahead and roll a perception check. 16. Uh, with that 16, every spot that you look, every little corner they are trying to now fill with your eyes centralized, you see what looks like a person just standing there with black and red billowing cape, cloak, just flowing in the wind. There's nothing else flowing in the wind. There is no wind. Can she speak? You can certainly try. Okay. Speak. <laughs> She's gonna try to say, who are you? You're not from my, my memories. I don't think. I don't know you. I'd like you to roll a wisdom saving throw now. Set. And Lyndon, you as well. Uh, 15. 19. Uh, 19. Atreus, you begin to hear that same static and your vision also continues to go into a static. Just everything just becomes discolored. And Lyndon, for you, as you're sitting here just playing, like, you're just in a tea shop and all of a sudden you hear and everything just goes black. Do I know, do I have any sense of direction of where Atreus is? Uh, with your passive, yes. Okay. Yes, you do. I, I want to run toward this clearing in the dreamscape. Okay, if you're... And try and hold it. Use dream to hold it together as long as I can. So for Lyndon trying to do the running, uh, go ahead and roll a dex uh, for me or uh, uh, athletics. I think my dex is higher. Uh, 19. 19, yeah. As you are sitting here in this tea house, you you, you don't drop your loot because that would be rude. Uh, you you hear this static and you begin to, to run. You are not only just running, but you are using your wings to help propel you through and through and through, and you know there's a wall in the way. You just run and just jump and leap and and you see a vision from someone else's dream. You see 12 people in a line. One of them might be your friend. An image of an orcish woman that you can't make her face out is standing in front of her, and everything at that moment is when the static is just going Atreus, you are now sitting in the cockpit of the airship. To the left of you, visibly Huck, and you have a shoulder, uh, hand on your left shoulder as Kara is standing right behind you. She is incredibly stiff, uh, back completely rimrod straight, staring right out the front window, uh, only trying to like see out of the periphery of what she can see when staring directly forward. She doesn't even dare to like 
move her eyes to look around. And what does Kara actually look like? Uh, she is a half-orc uh, adorned with uh, lots of leather, lots of belts. Uh, I believe it's like a couple of scimitars or just short swords. I don't exactly remember all the specifics, but yes, a half-orc woman. Lyndon, you find yourself in the kitchen of a familiar airship. You steal my ice cream. <laughs> you ruined it. Sorry. With a half-eaten ice cream bar. <laughs> In your hands. And Atreus, as you were sitting there, you look over to Huck and just barely moving your head. You can just see her just holding a stiff, almost as if this was a picture just like taken in time. As this is the memory of your first flight, you are both here with Kara flying her prized airship. The only two people to ever, ever be in this seat. And you hear a little bit of the static. He can end her now. She's just a pesky little girl. She's so weak. It's just her. And you feel a grip just kind of hold on to your shoulder, just tight, tighter and tighter. Same shoulder as I was caught up by. Is it, is it Kira or Kara? They're both the same. <laughs> one and the same. <laughs> Damn it. I keep saying. But she goes, uh, the other one was, um, Kara's like had her hand on Atreus' shoulder as well. Is it like the same hand? Sorry, I'm oh, very enraptured as an audience member right now, basically. So I just want to like make sure this is like, you know? Or is it, does it feel like a new presence? Oh no, it, it is the same presence. Cool. Neato burrito. Continue. <laughs> Lyndon, are you doing anything? Are you going to finish that ice cream bar? Or, you know? I dropped the ice cream bar immediately. I'm trying to find Atreus again. I'm starting to get the impression that this is a dream. It's not my dream. No, it is not your dream. You dropped that ice cream bar on the floor, and you you, you know exactly where you are. You're in the kitchen. You were in the far back uh, like left-hand side of the ship. And as you kind of pop your head through to what should only be like something that's 20, 30 feet away from the cockpit, you start to walk, and it just every step you take, it just gets further and further and further away. And Atreus, as you hear this voice, the vision through that front windshield, uh, from what looked like it was just green plains to, to like a sandy desert, your first test flight, it just seems that you fly over a body of water and this spire just like sprouts from the fucking ground right in front of you, along with various vines that wrap around it, almost green in color and leaves and this beautiful vegetation around it. You yourself, you are completely fucking frozen. You can't do anything to try to move those controls and your vision is just locked on this one fucking spire that has sprouted from the ground. Lyndon, you are continually to you're trying to run faster and faster and you can see this spire sprout from the ground and it just looks like you were getting closer and closer and closer and that static happens. The Got us. One obstacle after another. And... Atreus, you can clearly tell you were in some sort of inky black void of pure darkness. You can hear the screams of thousands of people from all walks of life, people asking for help. Why am I here? What is going on? Who are, who am I? Where am I? What is going on? And you just hear the sounds of bubbling ichor and goo around you. Lyndon, you hear the same thing, but you're not right next to Atreus. You feel like you're in this mix. You feel like, you feel like you're being stirred up like a blender inside all of this. Uh, I'd like both of you to roll a wisdom saving throw. Do I? Since I was, Elias was kind of talking to himself for a bit, is there like any, and they kind of passed out a little bit faster. Is there any like physical manifestation of this happening? 
I guess in the sense of like, do I hear ruckus or turning or agitation or scuffle in uh, in the real world? Are you intentionally trying to listen for this? No, probably it, what's it'd your be passive? more like passive, yeah. Um, I will tell you what my passive perception is. It is 13. You, you do not. Okay. I rolled an 18. An 18. Lyndon, what about you? Also an 18. Oh, wow. As you both hear these sounds, you... Do either of you scream out or say anything as all of this is happening? No. Probably. He's, so he's being tossed around in this uh, inky blackness, uh, right? It's another very familiar dreamlike sequence, but this time you put yourself here. You weren't drawn in. But you he's swirling around in some kind of... You can't see vat. anything. You just feel your body going all directions. And it almost feels like there's a presence of thousands of people around you. Not just around you, but covering you. Coding you. Uh, Lyndon flails for a little bit and then will his pauses, collects himself as best he can. <sighs> Goddess, see me and let me see clearly. Uh, roll religion check for me, please. Sarita, Sarita. Sorry, that was Serenita, but <laughs> seven. Uh, a, a seven? Yeah. Yeah. From I'm going to use my inspiration. You... I'm going to use my inspiration. Okay. <laughs> I don't feel like this makes sense. Okay, that's a 14. A 14 still with that. Uh, just not enough. As you are hoping for the light of your goddess to shine something in this darkness that is surrounding you. Something to muffle the voices that are screaming in your ears inside your head. The only screaming happens when you both awake from this tormenting fucking nightmare as probably about like four doors down not only does atreus but also linden wake fucking screaming ah. what kind of time in the evening or early morning are these screams occurring from my random rolls and i lost two of them and one finally went in my dice tray it is about 4 a.m that feels like a full night's rest already yeah yeah <laughs> For you, that's a full night rest. Yeah, so I've got so Elias is fully leveled up then and, and rested. Um, yep. If I slept for about eight hours, great. Before we dive in to what you're gonna do, mm -hmm. Linden, yes, you find yourself frantically awoken uh, based on things that have gone on. You have uh, mistakenly or purposely made your way into Atreus's dream unexpectedly. You're not really sure what happened there. Um, per Linden, Don't drink and cast, folks. Don't no. drink and cast. <laughs> per the Linden usual, grabbing the pad and sketching things out. You know me so well. Roll a performance check to see how well you do. 21. Immaculate. It is almost as if it was a cell-for-cell -cell drawing of an animated feature. Can I make a more or an additional roll or a more difficult roll to try and sketch the alternate presence that was overlapping with Kara. Yes, you can. Also performance? Yes, unless you got something else to throw in there. 23. <laughs> <laughs> you go over all your other sketches after the first run, and you begin to sharpen and clarify things. Um... Uh, What's your intelligence? Oh, it's it's uh, plus zero. No, I, I was going for your basic intelligence. Go ahead and roll a history for me as you are sharpening up all these doodles and images and everything. 17. Ooh. Uh, 17. As you are cleaning these up, you there's similarities with something that you saw in the past and time ago. And you, you do know, like, moments ago, you heard Atreus, like, scream, but you know you still have to finish this up. It's been, like, 10, 15, 20 minutes as you were clearing all this up. Atreus, what is going on with you right now after screaming and shouting? Yeah, 
she basically she's had nightmares before of this similar uh, thing because cop school fucks you up. <laughs> uh, this is the first time you have seen yeah the other visage and yeah. the static and even being talked to. Yeah. So she's trying to like piece that together in her mind of this like weird entity that invaded basically her nightmare. Um, and she's probably building up the courage to go like talk to people about it because she hasn't really mentioned much about like her nightmares and she's no she knows she's probably gonna have to like describe what's going on. Uh, so yeah, probably about the 10 minute mark she would gather herself up and then go out into the hallway and just see if anyone is out there. I I would like to say, because of how attentive Elias is when things like this happen, Elias, you were probably standing outside of the door like fists ready to go. <laughs> <laughs> she comes at the door and doesn't see anything. There's no one in the hallway, and but she does like, you know, kind of here, maybe, let me see, I'm gonna roll a stealth check for myself if that's okay. Are you invisible? No, it's funny as hell though. Um, I rolled a two <laughs> on my stealth check. So she hears a very heavy- 18 perception. She also, so she hears uh, like some heavy breathing and she kind of hears the cra- like the creaking of wood as if a force is being exerted against it. And also like she feels like a little drop of sweat touch the tip of, uh, top, top of their forehead. And she looks up and like Elias is like in the ceiling with the quarter staff. <laughs> Just like, kind of like, like listening intently and like just trying to see if like trouble's like already, you know, it's in the room, it's out of the room, it's around the room, it's prepositions, all everything, you know? And so he's just kind of braced up there. Uh, and Are you just, propped against one of the doors at all? He's um, he's probably not, I don't know exactly how the woodwork in here operates, if they're beams, no, etc. Or if there's like, he's passed to be propped against like a door like frame to do well, it. But everything is, everything is stone. Oh, than the doors, so you're probably holding yourself up against Maybe you're stone. doing like a Van Dam where you're just doing the full splits and your yeah. feet are on the yes. wood. Yes, exactly. That's what it is. I love this more. Yeah, so he's like braced up like, he's got one like one arm like uh, up up at the quarterstaff kind of against the stone above um, and that creaking you heard is kind of the stone kind of like hitting like the pole because he's using the pole to kind of brace himself from the ceiling like two, like Van Damming against two door frames. Um, one foot maybe just slightly on more of the door than he thought it was when, uh, and I believe that room that that is happening against is Lyndon's room, so. Lyndon barges out of the door. Lies, falls, uh, immediately. <laughs> with a yelp. I'm gonna do it with disadvantage, because my groin is in that one. Uh, <laughs> Hold on, hold on. Elias you, just died. With your with your staff in hand, immediate reaction is to like try to like put that hand down on the ground. Yep. And as you come falling down, it is just like full crotch on staff on the ground, <laughs> and then falling forward. And yeah. <laughs> my my Toby's. <laughs> oh my god. I don't want really to know where you named your Toby's, but. <laughs> And j just as this happens, the homunculus just kind of like walks out and just, yeah, hand on forehead and just kind of like starts patting you like on, on your hip as like you were like holding yourself like, uh, uh, also take six damage. Oh yeah, absolutely. Wow. <laughs> also hey, Patrick- He hit two of his Tobies. Yes. Quick question for you. Because it seems like the lore for Elias is more complicated than I thought, which is dope. Um, hmm. When he's leveled up overnight, and has woken. Are there any physical changes to it, by any chance? Besides the know, fact that he looks you. way more ripped. That's all up to you. Okay. I feel like the tattoo. Uh, you know what? I 
Uh, Let's maybe talk about this. We're going to get to this one after. It's got a full handlebar mustache. <laughs> His nipples each have a full handlebar mustache. <laughs> Twisted. In this current moment, Elias is on the ground holding his two Tobies. Linton, you come rushing out. You see Elias on the ground, just uh, little homunculus like patting him. And uh, right in front of you, Zatrius. Oh, hello, Elias. Uh, you'll be fine. What that, That's casting healing word. <laughs> Thank you. My you get six back. My Tobies. <laughs> my Tobies feel the spark of life return to them. Uh, <laughs> moving on very quickly from that. Something is very very wrong. Is this what you saw? Holds out the notebook. Yeah, how did- And as he's flipping through these pages, these are a lot of the almost exact images you saw. Yeah? How did you see that? Now, don't panic. Already there. (laughs) Asma projected herself into your mind. Great. That's sick. And and forgive me uh, (laughs) for my graceful reaction uh, in this moment, but uh, Esma is the- Lich. The lich that's trying to kill us. Right, the lick- Lich. So, has anyone ever explained what that was to Elias yet? And under, would I commonly know that, what a lich is, or if I just, like, kind of... You have heard stories of a log, a house, <laughs> I rolled mimics... A, I rolled a nat 20 on a, on a, on a history check, like, for it's some a reason. lesbian bitch. Probably do a tw- 20. <laughs> no. <laughs> I'll, do a nat, I'll do a disadvantage, because, you know, he's way too much incest the dragons to know what liches are. So, like, just rumors and stories and things yeah, like that. You've heard, you've heard stories from them chit-chatting here and there about a house... Mimics, a lich, a log, a dragonborn. So is this a, but, a really old lady that, or is she like a dead lady? She's uh, the, yes. yes. She's the one doing things to Gimlet. Yes. I. Well, yeah. Kind, kind of. Yes. I have an idea, which okay. may not be a good idea because I was drunk at the time. Uh, can you both come with me? Sure. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Uh, so Lyndon takes them both into his room, uh, opens up some drawers, and pulls out a crap ton of incense. Uh oh. <laughs> he opens the window and he starts lighting uh, all the incense sticks in a big circle. What is? What are we? What is the purpose of sit. all of it? Okay. Elias. Yes. There. Okay. Uh, sit cross-legged, both of you, and close your eyes. Okay. I am casting dream again. Oh okay. no! Oh no! <laughs> I'm gonna order dominoes. We're gonna get fucked up. <laughs> <laughs> We're going to hotbox this room with incense. <laughs> I got some shrooms. <laughs> yeah, Atreus uh, has a-, a whole bag of them. Oh, the pizza, Atreus, right? <laughs> what would a neutral space look like in Atreus's subconscious? Like a forest clearing or something? Uh, yeah, probably. Uh, she and her brother used to go to the, like, stream that she brought all everyone to. Oh, T-Rex stream. The T-Rex yeah. stream. Uh, and they would, like, kind of play on the rocks and, like, jump around and stuff. So it's probably a neutral space for her. Okay. So we're we're by the stream. Uh, the circle of incense sticks seems to be present as well. Are they damp? No. Do I, <laughs> well, we're not in, do I fall around into this us. out of a portal? Uh, we're just there. It's just I, a I dream. But you just... can fall. If, if, you, if Elias would imagine that, it probably happens. <laughs> Elias um, ima- imagines himself like falling out of the portal he fell through into, into this space when he reunited with his friends, but like lands into like this weird surreal like cross-legged sitting position as opposed to like, you know, it's, it's almost unnatural the way he kind of like, it's like ah, uh, this is odd. Lyndon is sitting there, a dream version of his study book on one side, one side, and all this incense surrounding everyone. And Atreus, 
I need you to imagine that we're here for a very long time, maybe a day. Okay. Uh, so she sits on one of the rocks and focuses on like the passing of the moon and the changing of the colors in the sky. But then it's kind of weird because when we first got there, it was uh, a lot more lush than we had seen it previously. Uh, you can hear the sounds of animals all around and it is pitch black. It is dark and mostly you can hear like toads and crickets and stuff like that. But as it starts to get brighter, the vision of the river kind of shifts into that sparse and almost silent of any life vision that we saw when we were actually at home because in her memory, she never went to that river during the day. And so it's like splicing two different years of her life into one moment. And it kind of almost breaks for a second because she has such a hard time connecting those two. Does Lyndon sense any entities besides us present? No, right now it is just the three of you. Lyndon attempts, of course the arcane physics of this are at the discretion of the GM, but Lyndon attempts to cast Hallow inside Atreus's mind. Uh, would you like to tell me what Hollow is? Interesting. Lyndon puts both hands on the ground, the, the withering grass, and infuses the area with a holy power. Uh, celestials, elementals, fey, fiends, and undead cannot enter the area. And he infuses a secondary effect of courage. Affected creatures cannot be frightened while in the area. Uh, the spell lasts until dispelled and takes 24 hours to cast. It takes 24 hours to cast? Yes, he's relying on dream time dilation. Ah, okay, <laughs> gotcha. His goal being to ward Atreus's mind against necromantic incursion. That's a finger snap for me, sir, mechanically. In this dream space, this dream time, as Atreus had noted, you all sat here in the lush, beautiful forest before it was completely demolished next to the stream. And what felt like a lifetime for Atreus as it slowly got dismantled and turned into a couple stumps around a stream and with nothing else around you. Unfortunately for Linden, nothing else happened within this stream space that only takes about an hour, hour and a half. You don't sense any undead. You don't sense anything else coming in or around you. Hey, Matt, what time does Toby usually get up? Is, is he an early bird? Probably hour after sunrise. Would Toby actually get up and uh, just kind of like go try to find his... Uh, Let's call it newbie found friends. Well, also Elias. Yeah. Okay. Right. <laughs> oh, God, That's Elias. Just Elias, Elias, and the noobs. <laughs> He'd probably make his way to the wherever the breakfast, if it's that same Bears Tavern or yeah, Timber's always got food assume, going. Assuming they probably would end up running across each other because there was really nothing that was planned because they kind of all got drunk. So yep. he's uh, he didn't. I don't even know if he even knew where they passed out at. They had all kind of dispersed. <laughs> While Toby was still at Timbers. Yeah, so he's not going anywhere. He's going to be hanging around either in Brother's shop or at Bear's eating breakfast or lunch or whatever. So Who's yeah. Bear's? <laughs> you, what, what's what's I, his dad's name? I've been saying Timber. Timber. Why do I? Well, <laughs> who's Bear? Every time who's Bear? I say Timber. Um, Bear is <laughs> Tina's dad. Oh, yeah. wow. I'm going way yeah, back. That, ooh, that's way back. <laughs> way back. It was someone's dad. <laughs> yep. Timber. My bad. So yeah, Timber's you, Tavern. You, you go you go head over to Timber's and it's breakfast time and uh you see uh it's not Timber, it's just a tiny little lizard poke dude just kinda like trying to poke his head over. Hey, what's going on? Um here for the breakfast special? Or are you hungry? Yeah, well, just, uh, just give me what you've got as far as 
any type of breakfast meats and eggs. That would be well, wonderful. I can I, I, I give you a two eggs, a sausage, a, on a roll. Uh, you like cheese on that? No, thank you. No, just two eggs, sausage. Lactose intolerant. Ah, another one. Ha, really sucks because I like the cheese. Sometimes I deal with the pain, you know? Just take it. Ah. And just a glass of water. This is also another kobold. He's a little lizard folk. <laughs> lizard folk? Okay. <laughs> I, uh... You, you want some of the coffee sound to start the day, or uh, no, 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 just water. All right, uh, I'll be uh, I'll be like uh, two copper or one silver. I'll give them two silver. Wow, look at that! Thank you, appreciate it. Uh, enjoy the day. Uh, make your make your uh, stay here at a uh, green spire uh, worth it. <laughs> yeah, uh, enjoy. And he just kind of like hands over like this paper wrapped you know sandwich, little hard roll, sausage, two eggs, actually kind of dripping down your elbow because the yolk is ruddy like it's supposed to be. <laughs> Yeah, and he's got a his his uh, journal under his arm. He's not in his suit right now, so he's just kind of like got that under his arm, carrying it over, and he just plops down and just starts looking through his notes again, double checking everything. Um, yeah, um, which you, obviously you sit up will, there at the bar. You go and you make your way into like the special seating where most people don't know about, and you do. Yep, and just hang out there. Okay, the rest of you after it's probably about like seven o'clock in the morning now after everything that Lyndon just tried to accomplish, unfortunately, fell a little short with his attempt. You're all now leveled up, rested enough. I call it enough <laughs> because I was going to give inspiration for lots of things, but I decided to take that inspiration and turn it into your levels. <laughs> Much appreciated. the long rest. Thank you, son. The morning is yours. Atreus, after coming to you for the second time, is probably dealing with a little bit of a hangover. And as she's kind of like sitting at Timber's bar, just kind of like, I don't know, eating whatever breakfast is available she, I, I, you, you can you can have whatever you want. I, I can take <laughs> some of this bread, dip it in the and 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 the eggs, yeah. and like cinnamon and sugar. I call it cinnamon toast. I wish there was some sort of crunch I could give with it. But, <laughs> uh. but uh, as she's sitting there, kind of like based in a bowl of cinnamon toast, uh, she remembers the message that she received while at the pool or the hot springs yesterday mm -hmm. and just kind of like looks up from the bowl and you can kind of see like a dawning horrified realization on her face she goes uh guys is is everyone else in the room elias is i would like to think they're doing yeah. exercise somewhere actually probably first <laughs> Lyndon is annoyingly chipper having cast lesser restoration on himself sick <laughs> guys yeah yeah uh, yeah. Kara knows where we are. Well, we knew that. Yeah, she is right. probably very close. And uh, I replied to her last night. Oh, what? And I told her to leave me alone. That sounds appropriate. Yeah, no, good for you for putting up uh, uh, boundaries. Well, yeah, except at this point, I haven't said anything to her since we stole her ship. I'm a little concerned. Anyone else? Uh, well, she's still coming here to kill us anyway, right? I mean, yeah, so but I... So, do you I, feel I, like I, you made it better or worse or about the same? Worse. <laughs> probably worse. So she's gonna kill us harder? Like, she's probably gonna pick up speed to get here faster. And she's probably a little pissed off, because I don't remember a time that anyone told her, uh, no, let alone... Fuck off, leave me alone. Hmm. Well, I was about to go for a run anyway, so, uh... Oh, wait, Toby's here, right? Somewhere. His head's in a book. He's kind of half-eaten sandwich. 
I'm completely Toby. absorbed in what he's looking at. Uh, do you remember that spyglass you had that one time? Or am I imagining that? Huh? What? Oh, hey, Elias. When did you oh, get here? Hey, um, did you, um, you remember, did, you, did you have a spyglass on you at some point? Oh, uh. You may have traded it away, but I feel like you made one. Satchel. I mean, Resden has one. Maybe Maybe that's on what I'm thinking boat. of. <laughs> If I'm being honest, he does not have a... He has a magnifying glass. That's a little different than what you're looking for. That's for looking yeah. up close. I think I was thinking of Resonance. I don't have one, no. Is Resonance on his person, or is it, like, with his belongings? Everything would be with Resonance right now. Great. Um, he's like, uh, so the last bit, oh, well, I was about to take my run anyway after doing my th- uh, thousand push-ups and a thousand sit-ups and things like that. Um, but, uh, I think I was thinking of... Roll for gloating. <laughs> 17 roll. <laughs> Good enough. <laughs> I was going to take the run and whatnot, and uh, I think I was thinking of Resden, unfortunately, who has something uh, like a spyglass on his person. Uh, so let me go run to the temple to see if I can grab uh, that from, you know, his uh, body, and I can also maybe check on his status at the same time. Uh, so I'll go do that and then uh, maybe see how close the airship, uh, if it's on the horizon or uh, approaching in any way. And as he, t- he kind of takes up a, like a small towel, and I think as he's toweling off, you kind of see along his neck some, like, green scaling of some kind um not it's not similar to residence um it's very much more like because uh snakes have like a different type of scaling than like a dragon right i would imagine mm-hmm. It's mm-hmm. like probably a different hex like it's probably a different like geometric shape of some kind um right and so mm-hmm. it looks more like that like will you but it's it's almost like it's art it's not like it's physically raised scaling it almost looks like a like a tattoo in a way and it just kind of just like a loose like kind of lightly um at the base of his neck kind of near his collarbones a little bit you know Ew, is that shingles what <laughs> is it do i have a roof <laughs> on me Lyndon is right next to you immediately examining it to make sure it's not like resident and really this close to casting remove curse on you oh, what, what 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 is going on what's happening yeah, uh, like- do you have any memories of sacrificing yourself to a ancient yuanti altar uh, do you have any your, your aunt has uh, an altar? previously un- Unknown magical powers. Are you feeling particularly yes. carnivorous? Um. Is there any chance or, you're pregnant? Uh, me? I, hmm. I haven't even considered that. <laughs> are you experiencing heartburn? Who are you? Hello. <laughs> um. Oh, sorry. I, 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 Phil. I, I, I don't know who got you guys the breakfast. Oh, right. Oh, sorry. Phil. Sorry. I've spent hot second you've grown yeah. anyway my uh do really? i have heartburn i don't know maybe i've Thank gotten you. smaller uh i i feel fine i guess i feel more powerful um, Lennon's poking you in the neck. Ow. Well, I don't think that's a good idea. Okay. Yes. Why are, you, why are you poking me in my neck? Uh, I'm going back to the kitchen. I feel. Uh, I think the most likely explanation. Uh, for what? Is that you got another tattoo last night and don't remember it. I have a tattoo? You have some scales, right? They're not like residents, though. Your, your skin is not peeling, which is a good sign. What? And he kind of like angles down to kind of look at his. I can't quite see it. He's like trying desperately to do so. Elias, Elias, Elias. There's a mirror in your room. Right. Um. Jumps up, runs out of the goes into the room, uh, sees the thing, what? Comes back, um, and he, uh, you know, it's kind of like, almost like a, like a garland, like, almost, it's like, like a, you know, it's kind of like, just like a small ring of it, in a way, um, and he's like, that's, um, interesting. Well, I guess that's kind of what happened last time, huh. What? Last time what? Oh, like, uh, this tattoo on my chest, I, I kind of just woke up, and, uh, it was there. That's more concerning than you think it is. Well, I, I did have a few stouts, and then I passed out in the, uh, the tub, you know, and then I had that dream, you know, about, uh, you know, that we were all fighting Tiamat and Bahamut and uh-huh. things like that. Uh-huh. And I just assumed that someone had given me a tattoo while I was sleeping as a bit of a, a fun prank, if you in will. In the tub. 
you know? And I just thought it was like, well, joke's on them, it's a sick prank, you know? It's great. And then I, since I'm a badass, I just thought I healed from it very quickly. No, I don't, I don't think Elias, that's the case. I think you're a very innovative thinker. I, I, I think that you guys are some crazy fuckers. Like, I'm just here for the breakfast. What's going on here? Phrasing, Phil. Phil, can I have one sandwich to go? Uh, yeah. Uh, what do you want? Um, what is, uh, what is your mother like, Lyndon, to eat? Um... It's for the high priestess, Phil. I don't think that your palates would, uh, be similar. Oh, oh, please say eggs, please say eggs, please say eggs. You know my mother, Phil. Yeah, I know, she does not like eggs, because, you know, the, the whole... <laughs> well, I mean, do, does, does, would Timber have something that his wife could eat? I, Are they you married? Know what? I never asked, I'm sorry. Have you, have you, Elias, have you ever had tartare? You, like, they're the blank stare that comes back at you, is <laughs> just like, what? What? Um, yeah, no, of course, for sure. No, okay, so, that's fine. So the garlic alien, uh, tartare with the, with the clothes, uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah, that one. I'll have that. Y you'll have that? You're yeah, gonna yeah that? I'm going to grab figure. a second one for uh, the, the priestess as well. All right, fine. Oh, Hold Atreus, on. what does your mother eat? Isn't she with his mother? Anything. Great, and then three of those, then. <laughs> now, whose tabs is on? Oh, it's Timber's. No. It's mine. <laughs> Finally making a pay. I tried. You see him go, like, kind of, like, take little, the, almost like the ice cream scoop of, like, raw meat, just kind of, like, spread it on, like, some hard rolls, little little olive oil, some, some garlic, little capers, and, like... <laughs> Some illegal shredded cheese and just like wraps them up and <laughs> here you go. That'll be uh, two gold. <laughs> All right, uh, I guess. Two gold, Phil? Here's ten gold and uh, yeah, thanks. Appreciate it. Elias. Ah. What? And he runs off with the sandwiches towards the temple. Oh, that's a better tip than he ever gave me. I almost gave him the. I have a, like in my inventory for some reason. I have a. Uh, I have a ruby worth five thousand gold. <laughs> it's probably five hundred. Yeah, probably. Not 5, <laughs> but I was just like I was about. I was like very tempted just to tip him that. <laughs> Uh, Linda just no looks at Phil. <laughs> Why? I don't agree with you. I but I can't help but you respect either. you, Phil. Yeah, and I do a lot of everyone's bidding. Yeah. Uh, Lyndon tosses him one more gold and walks out. Oh, oh. Now you're just being patronizing. He shoves it in his pocket. <laughs> So you go and make your way. Up. Yep, straight to the temple. Running, running, running. Running, running. is down. And I'm doing. Elias is kind of like doing parkour as he goes, like jumping off rooftops, kind of like making an exercise of it. See, you fucking made yourself have to roll. That's fine. <laughs> go ahead, roll a. Uh, do you I have like, like uh, Toby on your shoulders, like Luke carrying Yoda, just flipping over logs oh, and shit. Oh, you know what? Mm. Is, is Toby coming with you? No. <laughs> oh, damn. <laughs> I would have wanted to interrupt Toby's breakfast. He is so absorbed in these notes from the ship that he has just yep. been... He didn't even finish his sandwich. He's just still sitting there looking at his... He took like two bites. I think the second you hit the yolk, he's like, ah. Is yeah, this it's a, a little sticky in the pages. Is this a um, acrobatics check? Yes, sir. Acrobatics. It's a nat 13 plus Yeah, you're fine. Eight. You're fine. You're fucking fine. You have a quarter mile of just like hardcore parkour, running, flipping, rolling, twisting, sliding, jumping, flipping, flexing. You, you also you did some flexing but, in midair. <laughs> yeah, winks. in the midair. But you winks at the two dragonborn one, brothers, like well, the one he punched in the, the like the stomach, and just like yeah, <laughs> as they go up. There was one point where there's like a woman like walking her baby across, and you just kind of flip over and like. Right in, the, right in the forehead of the baby. Yeah, I just I kiss the baby and just like have a blessed life. Yeah. <laughs> and just like keep going. 
At least you didn't melt the baby's face. This time. And that, like, <laughs> thought comes up and lies is like, <laughs> covers his mouth. It's out of panic. And this guy was like, nope, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine, it's fine. I can control myself. I have powers. I can control my powers. And you come up to the portcullis, which is closed and behind it, which is weird. There are wooden doors that have been shut. Uh, Like, like you've been... Double blocked. Is the door, um, is it, is the portcullis have spacing enough for me to punch through it to the door? Or like basically to knock, but Elias will punch it. There is space for you to knock. Cool. There is a clear door that has been shut behind it. Cool. Boom, boom, boom. Roll charisma. Because if charisma has a knock. (laughs) Have I ever seen both sets of doors closed? You have never even seen the portcullis down. To charisma. Holy eyeballs. That's uh, just an eight. Do you say anything while you were knocking? He forgets the first time. And then he's just waiting there. Oh, uh, hi. It's, uh, it's, uh, it's Elias. Uh, I'm here with, uh, breakfast. I also need resident spyglass. If someone could just throw that over the thing for me, that'd be great. Um, alternatively, if you know anyone else who has a spyglass that would have it available, um, if residence is indisposed at the moment, that would be cool. Uh, Sire, if you have one yourself, I take that. Of course, we'll bring it back, you know. Um, I got you the tartar. Huh? Little, little hinge of the door opens up. Elias, don't you ever just stop. We are hungry. I will take that, please. Yep. Now go see the guards up top. The guards up top? Okay. Uh, runs uh, to where he would imagine the guards up top would be? Um, you run to the very center and you look up and you see that there are posts at all the various peaks of Greenspire. Okay, so there are. I would know that. Yeah, Elias would absolutely yeah, you, know that. you would know that. Um, so Elias... But it, was, it, was, it was like a, a, a fracture of a thought. Like, uh, uh, oh, right, the guard, uh, yeah. yeah. I was like, up top of what? Um, the, did she put guards on the temple roof? Um, and then he just... He, I mean, yes, Yes, but... probably. <laughs> but like, and then he's like, oh, right. And so he runs to the uh, one of the guard posts then that and runs up the side. Uh, g- give me a dex or uh, acrobatics to try to run up that. 15. You've never run up one of those. 15 plus... Skills. 15 plus 8. So that's a 23, right? Yeah, 23. Um, You start to run up a wall that is part of a little... like, a, like a, uh, You start to run up a wall that is a part of an incline to another series of uh, various hallways, and you can just kind of like jump, grab, and pull yourself up, and you just begin to scatter your way up to uh, one of the shorter spires that are up there. And mm. as you just kind of make your way up there, it's probably about like a 10 foot flat peak. Uh, are you trying to be quiet? No, I'll be, I'll be like, hey guys, it's Elias. Oh God. Oh God. What? Wait. Wow. Wow. What? Hold on. <sighs> oh, sorry. I should have yelled that before. I meant to yell it as I was coming up, but I just, you know, I was focused on not falling off. So I was, that's my <sighs> fault, guys. Sorry. You didn't, Here, have no, my, no. I didn't have time to eat this. Here's like a, here's a tartare sandwich. As you get up there, uh, a little confused as to what's going on. Oh, um, uh, whoa. Uh, hey, um, yeah, I'll definitely take that. Um, hi, uh. Clem, hi, my name's Clem. Uh, hi, Clem. Can I, can I help you after you just crawled your way all the way up here? Yes, I'm trying sorry. To, I'm trying to do my job and, like, keep lookout for everything that's here. No, actually, I was just uh, helping to, um, hoping to do that as well. Um, so I'm, I know Lyndon, uh, yeah, I, I've been, I think I've seen you around. I'm, I'm from Greenspire. My, my brother's Farron. Um, yeah. Well, yeah, uh-huh. yeah. So mm-hmm. I was, uh, I've been traveling and doing some adventuring with some other folks, uh, and, uh, we think that maybe there's some imminent threat coming to Greenspire by way of airship, and was tr- trying to use, uh, utilize a spyglass, if I could, to, um, 
since I know their kind of last known direction to see if that uh, ship is closer than I uh, think it is. Where was it last known uh, direction? And did you let uh, did you let her know? Uh, Lyndon flies up. Oh. Uh, hi, Clem. <laughs> Uh, hey, uh, Lyndon, uh, your, your buddy's saying that it's an uh, impending threat. Uh, did, did 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 he let your mom know? Did you let your mom know? I let my mom know, but she was uh, d- potentially distracted by an impending curse on a friend of mine. Um, Is that the impending threat that you told her about? or was Yeah, there, uh... if she hasn't told you about it, then probably none of the guard have confirmed the threat yet. Yes, we did We did um, let them know, I believe, in a, in a... I think we let Sire know in a message prior to getting here that there was something bad, potentially on the horizon, and uh, that we were coming with refugees from other friend Atreus's uh, hometown. Yeah, it's actually been a couple cool people. I met a couple of them. Uh last night. Uh, but uh, where is this supposed to be coming from? Yeah, Atreus, do you know where it is? Ah! Atreus is not there. Oh, I know. <laughs> I was just trying to invite a bit as if like you'd stealthed up onto the thing. <laughs> no. But, yeah. <laughs> I was just gonna... I, was, I, I thought everyone was gonna do this. For her to try to- <laughs> yeah, I know. Um, but yeah, so um, I think Atreus mentioned it was uh, it would be coming from uh, by way of the crossroads of, of Timbal. Uh, how, what would, what, I guess, would allies know that direction, more or less? Like, from when we came from like, uh, Atreus's home? North. It would be from from the north, or we came north? It'd be coming from the north. Great. You went south. Oh, thank you. It'll Appreciate be coming it. from Sestoria. Yes. Uh, so yes, from the north, we believe that this threat is coming. Um, that sentence structure was so, so weird, Elias. Come on. Okay. Is um, there a spyglass nearby? Yeah, can I just borrow a, a glass? I'll bring it right back. There's more than a spyglass. Like two spyglasses? Wait, Did they finish you, you building like the, the telescopes? The tiny little one that you really put up to your eye. Do you have bigger ones now? You've been gone for how long? Oh, a that thing? Years? Like, ooh, that thing you did? No. No, like, Farron was, said he was helping, uh, or was talking to me about people building the, a project. I kind of was only half paying attention because I was doing a lot of uh, burpees at the time. Now, there's been quite a lot of projects here, Rob. Okay, um, look, like, you, you, you know the floor where the, where the bathhouse is? Yeah. Yeah, one floor up, that's actually a defense level. Great. Let's go, Lyndon. Grabs Lyndon. I can fly. <laughs> <laughs> like getting pulled behind Elias. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> the least efficient route for a flying really uh, is. humanoid. You could have been down there much faster than he, he does. Um, Elias, your intelligence is? 10, I think. Okay, um, you know what? I'm going to go with that 10 and actually just penalize you for trying to always be in a rush. Hearing it's the level above the bathhouse, you fucking drag Linden behind you all the way down to the bathhouse. Yes. Elias, why are we here? Uh, he said it was in the bathhouse, just uh, upstairs. Uh, follow me. <laughs> oh, oh. <laughs> Follows, like, kind of realizes, like, what he meant after the fact. It's like, oh, r- right. I feel like this is going to be relevant shortly, and also I feel the need to point this out deep within my soul. Uh, after my latest level up, my passive perception is 20. Oh, yeah, Jesus yeah, 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 yeah. I'm waiting for that shit to be fucking 36. Holy fuck. I know he's going to fucking find a way. Level 12, <laughs> ASI. Uh, yeah, Lyndon, you, you, you've kind of pull Elias back up like the the next, like, quarter round uh, on top of Green Spire, and you kind of look at this there's no doors, it's just kind of a wall. This used to not be fully formed stone. Go ahead and roll a with advantage because you have such a fucking amazing passive perception. Or investigation. You know what? Fuck you. Fuck you, roll investigation. (laughs) (laughs) 
have a passive investigation of 14. Yeah. <laughs> um, I rolled a seven. Uh-oh. Well, you, you know what? Oh, did I have advantage? You're there, but... Oh, that's a nat 20, if it was okay. with advantage. We'll go advantage, because he was just kind of there looking out, outwards, <laughs> away from everything, giving you time Where's for him door? not talking. Uh, yeah, you're just kind of like feeling around, touching around what looked to be stone, and you see like this little kind of cut inlet of a piece of stone that just doesn't look like it's actually supposed to be there because it doesn't fit with the grain. You kind of push it in, and the door opens up going inwards. Uh, Lyndon uh, calmly strides in as though he knew that was there the whole time. And uh, from inside, hey, hey, what are you doing in here? You see this, uh, what would appear to be a eagle like Aarakocra. Very, very stout, very proud. What are you doing in here? Lyndon? Do I know him? Uh, let's call him Eagle. <laughs> <laughs> Sam. Ah, Sam the it, Eagle. What's his rank? <laughs> Sam the Eagle. Uh, he, you know, they don't really like don't captain or something. Okay. They don't fully have ranks, but yeah, he would he would be one of uh, your mother's uh, like top. Uncle people, Sam, but... it's me, Lyndon. <laughs> don't call me Sam. Do not call me Sam. Why are you here? Sorry, Sam. How the hell did you find it? <sighs> and who the hell is he? Ah, this is my oh, Elias. Elias. Yeah. Yes. Hi. Why are you here? And. We bring How news the... of an imminent threat, if my mother has not already passed along the news. An airship from Sestoria is coming with ill intent toward Greenspire. Well, that's not good. Uh, coming from where? Oh, Sestoria, never mind. There's only really it. one way for them to come I, around the prime focus. You know, things don't really happen like this around here. Can I actually have to... Oh, all right, follow me. You. The whole entire floor here is pretty much hollowed out, except for uh, about 20 to 30 points where this, you know, the... The ceiling meets the floor, and there's just pillars. They look like they're perfectly carved out stalactites, two stalagmites, with like a good like foot in the middle of just. This pure is amazing stone. work. This wasn't here when I was home last. Yeah, this is incredible. Yeah, this is being worked on actually while you were here last. So, you never saw this. My mother isn't exactly open with information. That wasn't questioning. You never saw this. Follow me, and kind of like brings you to the northernmost point. All right, classic we Uncle have, Sam. We have one of these on north, south, east, and west. It's a lot more than just like your typical, you know, little eyepiece. Uh, also, I will. Can I look through it? Are you asking me if you're able to? Am I? Yeah, I don't want to just look in your thing without permission. That would be rude. Put an eye up against another man's like shaft. Weird. Help a left. Lyndon gives Elias a little slap upside the head. What? I mean, like, oh, oh, yeah, that's Journey made that joke once. Right. Uh, yeah, you go ahead. You, you put your eye against this and all of a sudden everything just seems to go blurry. Uh, you don't want to you, you don't want to twist and uh, move that little. Yeah, right there. Right oh, there. Oh, yeah, oh, twist it. Yeah, this thing. Right. Come into focus. Yeah, cool. yeah. Right. Yes. So I, I twist the I twist the uh, lens, um, or the, yeah, I adjust the telescope, so. or the uh, telescope accordingly, and try to fixate yeah. it on the point where we believe Kara's coming from. And go ahead, roll a perception. Lyndon, you might want to look at this too, actually. <laughs> oh, I would, I would, yes. Oh, I got something in my eye. Oh, Lyndon, you go. I've got a, oh. Did you roll a one? No, but I have a six. Uh, <laughs> plus, well, plus something else, but it's not gonna be good. You said perception? Yes. I guess it's a nine, so it's like, oh, yeah, no, I think there's there was some dust or something on there that, Sam, you, I, you, when was the last time you cleaned this? You see something that looks like a black splotch. It, you might think it's something on the lens. Maybe it's in your eye. I have a 26. You're 26. You kind of focus in on where the 
the telescope was left off. It's a lot more than just a black splotch. There are not only one, not two, but three ships midair. You can't fully make them out, but you see three individual ships flying in sequence. And you have an idea it might be about eight hours away, based on the speed from the one that you were flying in. Uh, Lyndon's chipper morning smile vanishes. Uh, Eagle. Yeah? Can you send word to the temple? My mother is not speaking with me at the moment. Uh, what else has changed? There are three Sistorian airships uh, eight hours away from us. Is that enough change for you? Nah. What would you like us to do? Well, well we need to let my mother know, and we need to assemble our forces for an imminent attack. <laughs> you were gone for too long. Clarification would be nice. Yeah, I mean... You're, you're always so cryptic, Eagle. I was calling you Eagle out of respect because it was a dire situation, but I could always return to Uncle Sam. Eh, I'll take either. And he just kind of like walks you like about 20 feet over. There's like a little wooden door. You want to open that up? Okay. Elias Lyndon pushes the... Elias forward. Yeah. <laughs> All right, I open the door. Uh, yeah, you open the door. It just looks like a black closet with, with a little bit of light coming around from like another doorway that would probably be on the very outside of this. All right, Eagle, I'm going to need you to just just explain this because I'm going to, I'm, you know, these people suck. They're really bad. Do I have to, oh, fine, I'll go in the closet. <clears throat> I cast light on my own fist. <laughs> and you see what looks to be some sort of vertical cannon just facing upwards as you were in here with light. So what does this do? Does this like, wait, Eagle. Can you aim this towards the airships? You have to pull the lever so it goes down, but we're fully equipped here. Could you launch me at the airships? No. Please. <laughs> no. Okay. That is against, uh, Lyndon, do we have regulations here? I've I mean, been gone for five years and you're asking me? I didn't even know this yeah, was here. I, I don't think we can launch, uh, someone without wings. Oh, well, I can have wings for brief periods of time. Might I suggest that we launch something like a large cast iron cannonball? Well, we have plenty of those right here. Yeah, that's not fair. Yes. I mean, yeah, but like, I can't punch an airship from this far away. Or can you? <laughs> Dog barks in the background and Elias thinks and just like, no, I mean, I don't think I can, but, uh, I mean, if I'm there fighting on the ships, I can maybe just take them out before they even get here. I might die, but, you know, you at least to. they would too. I think you're gonna have to... Oh, man. We may have to join busy. forces. I know your mom's busy, but uh, you might have to go uh, poke at her, Lyndon. <sighs> Honestly, I'd rather get in the cannon. He starts to walk off toward the temple. I'm going to go get my friend Toby to see if there's anything more interesting we can launch out of these cannons. Hey, is that the little dude that's been hanging out with your brother? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Great, brilliant man. Oh my gosh. You should see his sketches. Like, this Eagle, he's the real He's the real deal. Well, let's uh, may... get him down here and see if he can help us out in any way in the next... Uh few hours to see if he can uh, do anything to what we got. Yeah, I'll grab him right now. Look, he made this. He holds up the homunculus. Oh my god, that's a mini you with no face. Right? Anyway. Why is he trying to grab me? Well, Eagle. That's a, ske that's a sketch of the ship. <laughs> Eagle, you're his favorite guard. We have to take a picture of that and post it on Twitter, Matt. <laughs> so as Lyndon makes his way up to the portcullis with some unexpected double doors. Uh, Lyndon walks up to the double doors and without hesitation just casts knock and walks right in. Oh, shit. Can you open portcullis? That's how you see your mom. It's fucking it. Lyndon. Yeah, it's true. <laughs> uh, yeah, we're gonna leave it right there. <laughs> <laughs> Toweling off. <laughs> <laughs> That's how Lyndon went oh. blind. Hey, Matt, where can they find you? On Cast of Many Things, Twitter, Longfellow underscore Matt. In my house, forgetting to hit record. 
Several places. <laughs> Tyler, where can I find you, man? Well, Matt, they can find me uh, on all social media at Tyler Scowcroft, except for TikTok, which I forgot to change. That's one's still at T Scowcrow, I guess. Or maybe that's YouTube. Whatever. Find me. Come, f- you know, I'm just in my booth here my with Figure wet feet. <laughs> wet feet in Seattle. Closet of wetness. The closet of wetness. It's a new, uh, new, terribly bad magic item in D&D. Ooh. Isn't any- that just a shower? <laughs> Holy shit. <laughs> I mean, it is a water closet. But yeah, uh, anyway, Otto, where can they find you? You can also find me on Twitter at HumanWreckages. And what about you, Nate? Where can they find you? Our listeners can find me charging uninvited into my mother's quarters (laughs) or... On Twitter at Nate Scott Jones. You saw her Tobies. <laughs> oh God! And <laughs> hey, where can we find our DM guys? I, I I'm just right here behind my screen. And where can we find you, Matt? Oh, you can <laughs> wait a second. <laughs> it's a big old circle jerk. No, not really. Where could they find I'm sorry, you? What? Where could they find you, Pat? <laughs> you know, she's high as she am. You can find me at Professor P if I'm on the Twitter. And uh, what's we've the, gone over this? What's the brewery? Almost a hundred times. And what's the brewery? I think they know where to find what's us. The brewery they can find you at every other week. Uh, DMing games for folks for fun. Armada, Armada Brewing, Brewing in where? New Haven, Connecticut. New, New Haven, Connecticut. Armada Brewing, New Haven, Connecticut. So if you want the experience of being DM'd by a great guy with a great mind for stories, head on down there every other Tuesday, I believe. Hey guys, wait, we got a new review. We got a review. Oh, we have to read the review. Oh, yeah. Illustrious editor, would you like to read this review? Sure, I'll read the review. We also want to give a big shout out to Gimlet Nimblepop for their review on Apple Podcast. They said, recently began binging this podcast, and I love the humor and creativity that shines in every episode. Not just a D&D real play podcast, but a collection of different games sharing one channel. Definitely listen to The Misfits Guide to Adventuring and check out the rest of their series as well. Thanks so much, Gimlet Nimblepaw. Thank you. We love you forever. Love you. Bye. And I'd like to thank you all for joining us this episode. If you want more Misfits in your life, you can join us and follow us on Twitter at Misfits underscore guy. You can also give us a follow on our main group page at Casto Many Things, where you can get notifications of all our future podcasts podcasting adventures we have in the works all our episodes of misfits guide to adventuring can be found by searching cast of many things on itunes podbean or any podcasting app of your choice and if you enjoy our content please feel free to leave us a nice review on apple podcast or pod you can reach out to us on email as well at cast of many things at gmail.com because we'd love to hear from you our amazing fans and we'll see you next time on misfits guide to adventuring